TCL is a proud sponsor of the Score North Studios. TCL, America's fastest growing TV brand. It's the Score North Twin Show. It is the Score North AL Central Champions Twin Show. Derek Wetmore, Phil Mackey along for the ride for some hot stove. Phil, are you ready for the hot stove edition? More ready than you are because this is the third time that you had to restart this podcast. Take three. That's why you get three strikes. (laughs) My two-strike approach is strong, though. Uh, Okay, I sent you a hot stove prep email. It is officially Hot Stove SZN. Our social media manager, Seth, put out uh, one of those fun little motion graphics of the spinning wheel of Twins free agent pitchers. Yeah. I want you to pull that up, and I want to play. Do you want me to go to the actual tw- the actual GIF? Yeah, you're going to play this game live on the air oh here. Oh, my gosh. And it's a lot of pressure, I know. But Wait, I don't know if I can. Am I able to? Do I have to have my phone for this? Can you stop a GIF on a tablet? I guess we're going to find out. <laughs> yeah, there is. Otherwise, you stop uh, we're a, off to the races. Can you stop a GIF on a tablet? Questions that would have made no sense 15 years ago. Right. <laughs> What's a tablet? Oh, you can. Oh, I st- okay, I got a guy. Okay, I'm going to get my guy, too. So let, just to explain for the listener, the theater of the mind here, Seth put out on At Score North a yeah, it's like a motion graphic of a lot of free agent pitchers, guys who could be targets for the Twins this winter. So we're going to do two things on this episode, Phil. Number one, we're going to play this game and say, would you be happy with the guy that you just paused the GIF? I can't see your tablet, but whoever— I paused the GIF. Just landed on it, and it's okay to pronounce it correctly for this show, so we'll call them GIFs. But we're also going to go through MLB trade rumors, top 50 free agents with that staff's prediction for where they're going to go. They gave the Twins four of the top 50 free agents. And Wait, we go, go through all really? of them. Yeah. They're, don't, really? Yeah. Don't get too excited. Oh. Actually, you might be excited. Well, I, well, we'll, we'll get there. We'll get there. So the first thing we got to do is play the game. I want to know who you paused on, my friend, because I think Twins fans would be happy with the guy that I got. Okay. I paused on a guy who set a career high in strikeout rate, made the all-star game for the first time in his career. Jake Odorizzi. No, but those things are both true, oh, I okay. think, right? <laughs> yeah. Will Smith, left-handed reliever, formerly of the San Francisco Giants. I'm going to turn my computer screen you around. You also tapped Will Smith. Wow. <laughs> it would make sense. Now, the one complication for Will Smith is I believe he was extended the qualifying offer in San Francisco. And if you're a reliever and you've seen how the market played out, I don't care that Roldis Chapman is now off the board and you are probably the prized target. You're looking at some of the deals that some of these guys, who you, you might be better than, but right around the same value to to agree to some pretty, I would say, weak deals on two- and three-year terms. I got to say, one year and $18 million would be pretty tempting if I'm Will Smith in San Francisco. So, all right. Depends how, how much you want to win a World Series. From the Twins' perspective, if this is where I almost think... Maybe I'm overinflating, uh, you know, how good the Twins bullpen is, but I think Will Smith can't be your splash this off season. And Will Smith's going to cost some money. Will Smith's going to probably going to sign a multi-year deal with somebody too because he's just been really good. For I would bet he gets three years seven if he or turns this down. Yeah. And the Twins, I believe, only have one multi-year reliever contract, free agent contract in their team history. But it's hard to go back beyond the Derek Falvey, Thad Levine era. Um, put it this way: if the Twins wound up with a bullpen. Of Taylor Rogers, Tyler Duffy is in there. Uh, they've got a couple other really intriguing pieces. Sam Dyson, obviously, Naga, Naga, not going to work here anymore. Probably not. But if you added Will Smith to that, your bullpen would definitely go up a step. But I just think they need 
Will Smith's going to give you 60, 65 solid innings. I'm looking for a guy that's going to give me 200 solid innings first and foremost. Not that you're only going to sign one free agent. So in a vacuum, if Will Smith was your move, I'd be disappointed. But if Will Smith was a move, I'm I'm in on it. Yep, that's exactly how I feel. Now, I was playing this game with Seth, who uh, runs the social media channels for Score North and does a fantastic job. Hi, Seth. He got on his first time playing this game. And he didn't set it up. It's hard to time it. You can't just... 1-1,000, 2-1,000, 1-1,000, boom. He got Garrett Cole. And he's like, oh, hang on. So he said, will you play this game because I want to make sure it's not broken. And I hit it, and I got Wade Miley. But then I hit it again, <laughs> and I got Steven Strasburg. So two out of three. All right, I'm going to hit it again. We landed an ace for the Twins. We'll each right. play it once more, and let's get to this MLB trade rumors list. Yeah, the pause the gift game. Here we go. I wonder right. how many guys are on this list. I, As I'm looking through it, I see... Hyunjin Roo, I see Madison Bumgarner's on there. Let's Garrett go. Cole. Let's go three, two, one. Th- uh, three, two, one. Pause. Okay. Three, two, one. Pause. Who'd you get? I don't know. I don't know who this is. Oh. Who is this? It's an Oakland A. Is that Tanner Roy? I have no idea. Who <laughs> that is. <laughs> That's a bad sign. Well, I got Dallas Keuchel, so that. Split the difference. You'd be happy with that. Add okay. it to your rotation. Yeah, by the way, that, that does look like Tanner Rourke. Okay. So. <laughs> Sorry, Tanner We know Rourke. baseball. We really do. Yeah, yeah. I, I was like, wait, Tanner Rourke played for the A's? They did trade for Tanner Rourke yeah. in the second half of the season. So. Well, um, so anyhow. If that's your splash move, Twins, we've got a couple of things to talk about on this podcast. And they won't be positive. But I do have some positive things to get to, Phil, on that same prep email that I sent you. The top 50 free agents from MLB Trade Rumors. One of my favorite posts of the year, and you know why? Because it's completely made up. They are not going to hit on a very high percentage of these, uh, and I'm going to actually prove the point. I I love MLB Trade Rumors, so I'm not dogging on them. I, I, I open that website five times a week. I follow the Twitter account. They're in my baseball uh, list on TweetDeck so that I can always see. If there's an MLB Trade Rumors post, I want to know about it. However... With this specific post, they assign a team to every every one of the top free agents, but then they also list like 16 other teams that might also have a need at second base and say, this could make sense for right. the A's, Nats, Twins, Brewers, it's, Yankees, Dodgers, or the Cubs. It's reckless speculation in its purest form, baby. And, and we love it. I'll never forget the first... In fact, for listeners out there, too, and for you, Derek... Yeah. Do you remember where you were the first time you discovered as a baseball fan MLBTradeRumors.com? Because I no, do. I don't. I was sitting. This is very specific. Dude, I was sitting. Uh, this, was the, this was the winter after I graduated college. So this was 2007 into 2008. Mm-hmm. And the Twins were going to trade Johan Santana. And the winter meetings were taking place in, in uh, early December of that year. And I and and I was listening. I was even listening to like New York sports talk radio because there was rumors about the Yankees and the the Mets wanting Johan. And I just couldn't get enough Johan Santana trade rumored. So I, I would I would go to Google and I would just type in Johan Santana trade rumors, and MLB trade rumors popped up. And I don't know when the website launched. I refreshed that site <laughs> every five minutes. Yes, every day of the winter meetings, yeah. I would refresh it. Every half hour, set between. alarms for like midnight to oh get up and gosh. hit refresh. I don't. I think that trade actually wound up happening in in January. They they dragged it on too it was long. Definitely, it was Jan or Feb. Yeah, for they sure. had better deals on the table. Now, if you go back, like Jacoby Ellsbury was on the table at one point. John Lester was on the table, and uh, and I just remember, 
I just remember refreshing it for like two months straight, basically, until they finally pulled the trigger on the Johan Santana trade. And <laughs> well like, MLB trade rumors was Twitter before Twitter. Yes, yes. Well, I still that's that's just it. Having now having Twitter, and I covered the winter meetings a couple years ago, and I was like. Twitter is a super valuable tool, but obviously it's uh, it's debilitating if you try to take it all in. It's like trying to get what was what's the old phrase that uh, uh, fire hose pointed at your mouth is yeah. a terrible way to stay hydrated. <laughs> <laughs> that is Twitter during the winter meetings, but and movie trade rumors still has it. Yes. It's still the perfect timing. So I say all that. This is a hashtag not sponsored. This is just a free plug because I do I I look forward to this post every year, but I also. I get why people would mock and deride it, and why are you making that face? I just saw, your, who, th- your I just jaw, saw who they're connecting the twins your to. Your jaw just hit the floor. So I thought you might be happy with this. Should we just get started from the Let's top? Let's get on the list, yeah. Okay. Uh, I said this would be, I honestly, maybe I'm over-projecting here, but I think some Twins fans, if this was your offseason, I think some Twins fans would still be like, really? Like That's, that's a little disappointing, honestly. However, there are four names on this list, and one of them will make Phil very excited, and his jaw apparently uh, is no longer hinged. Madison Bumgarner is the top name given to the Twins on this MLB Trade Rumors list of the top 50 free agents. Should we just go through them all? And oh, I saw, one by I one? also just saw that you did include this in your email that I didn't fully read through. That's so okay. I could, probably could have seen that. Very yeah, used to yeah. it. Yeah, Madison Bumgarner, they've got him signing a four-year, $72 million contract with the Twins. All right, so first and foremost, Bumgarner is going to be 30 years old if he's not already. This is, uh, this is the winter he's 30, 30 years old. Mm-hmm. So you'll be getting him for age 30, 31, 32, 33 if this deal happens. Four years, $72 million. So you're going to pay him, you're going to pay him less than $20 million a year, uh, and, you're, and you're, not going to go into, you're not going to go deep into his 30s. I am 100% for this. Yep. I, in my mind, I was thinking, man, it's probably going to be at least $20 million a year. If it's four years, $72 million, and you have a chance to buy low on a guy who was once one of the top five pitchers in all of baseball and is still, you could argue, at the back end of his prime, I'm in on this. If it was Mad Bum and Jake Odorizzi and then hang up the hang up the uh, phones and you're done for the winter, you'd have to be disappointed with that. But if Madison Bumgarner is part of your picture for what this winter uh, you know, starts with, now I'm not saying Garrett Cole, Anthony Rendon, and Madison Bumgarner. Obviously, I would consider that a good winter. But if it's like, if it's Madison Bumgarner, you go find another bat with some pop, you fill out the pitching staff with guys that aren't currently projected to be Rochester Red Wings, I think that's the winter that you can start to get excited about for the Twins. I've been on this very show, the Hot Stove Show, talking about how I would bet on Anthony Rendon, but I'm not Rendon or bust. By the way, they have Rendon uh, as the, the the number two ranked free agent behind. Let's let's go through some of these to other teams. Uh, yep, other, sure. we want to go through the, all fifty, but give they've me got, the they've top got ten Gar- free agents. Garrett Cole to the Angels, eight years, two hundred fifty six million dollars. They've got Anthony Rendon back to the Nationals, seven years, two hundred thirty five million dollars. They have Strasburg back to the Nationals, six years, one hundred eighty million dollars. Oh, big spenders. Okay. Zach Wheeler to the Phillies, five years, one hundred. Josh Donaldson to the Rangers, three years, seventy five. Mad Bum is their sixth-ranked free agent and to the Twins, four years, $72 million. Yasmani Grandal to the Reds, four years, $68 million. Nick Castellanos, or Castellanos, depending on how uh, correctly or incorrectly you'd like to pronounce that. <laughs> to the White Sox, four years, $58 million. Okay. Uh, Hyunjin Ryu, uh, Ryu 
to the Rangers for three years, 54, and the number 10 free agent to the Twins, Jake Odorizzi, Jake three Odorizzi. years, $51 million. That's See, a, lot, that's a lot of money. Three years, 51. I, I would be worried that you're, that you're, you're paying for the best year of a guy's career and that he's going to regress to something like a number three, number four starter and you're wind, you wind up maybe not getting an extra player that you would. I mean, if, if he said yes to the one-year $17.8 million qualifying offer, I think that'd be the best-case scenario. But if he thinks he can get $50 million, he's going to hit free sure. agency. So. And I don't really care about their their contract projections because a lot of those are just guesses. And a lot of what they're doing, too, is seeing where was the steam, who was linked with whom over the summer, and trades that didn't happen. And you'll know what I'm talking about in a second here. Because Madison Bumgarner to the Twins makes some sense. But do I think for a second that they would just on their own reporting go say Madison Bumgarner and the Twins is happening? No, it's that was the hot talker yeah. all summer long. And so, hey, yeah, the Twins need some pitching and, and, and here's a free agent pitcher. By the way, I do think Madison Bumgarner at six is overrating him quite a bit. I think the name brand gets guys a bump on lists like this, but... It doesn't necessarily always get them bigger dollars in contracts. Can, can I give you... So can, I'm, I'm less concerned about the number they throw out. Sure. I want to play Mythbuster here for a second. Because sure. I continue to hear... Even our own beloved Patrick Royce brought this up on Mackie and Jeb with Rami, I think sometime late last week. The biggest myth about Madison Bumgarner. Well, I mean, the guy's velocity is down. No, that's not true. It's not. Yeah, but but like that's a continue. People say that. Madison Bumgarner, thanks to Fangraphs.com, We've got data going back to the beginning of his career, 2009. His highest average fastball velocity at any point in his career, any season, was 92.1 miles an hour. Last year, he was at 91.4 miles an hour. So the worst thing you can say, and by the way, that was five years ago. He was at 92.1 miles an hour. He was pitching in World Series with 91.3, 91.1, 91.4. If the worst thing you can say about Madison Bumgarner's velocity is over the last five years, it dropped a half mile per hour on average. Yeah. That's not enough to make a huge difference. There, well, are, there are, if, if, it, if, if he was down like three or four miles an hour from when he was actually one of the best pitchers in baseball, I would say, boy, if you're not confident. Like, I, would, I would bet that a forward-thinking, smart pitching organization, and I would put the Twins in that category, I'll bet you there's a better chance he reaches a career-high average velocity with the right team in 2020 than his velocity still being below his previous career high. And I think the okay. Twins can unlock it. Yep, that's a possibility. That is on the spectrum of possible outcomes. I will say that his velocity was down, but he recovered it and became kind of more of a retro mad bum. Sort of second half of the summer. I'd have to go back and dig it up, but I remember around the trade deadline doing just a ton of research into this guy and thinking, yeah, you know what? He's kind of put the pieces back together. After people were talking about, like, he's cooked, this is, oh, boy, a sad and early end to what a memorable career. It's like, hang on a second. Just Grim Reaper, why don't you hold off for a a few more years anyways on Mad Bum? Because he's still a good pitcher. Um, I I view him in kind of the same bin as Jake Odorizzi. So some Twins fans are going to spit out their coffee and say, Jake Odorizzi's not that good. But, yeah, they're they're kind well, of the same guy in my book. It's just Bumgarner, you know, was a monster in the World Series and, and has more name recognition. Well, they're in, they're, they're in the same bin only in 2019 for me. I, I, get, I see where you're going with it. Okay, but, but what are you paying for? But here, you're paying but, for 2020. Right, but, here's, but, but, but again, 
they're both about the same age. In fact, I think they're both exactly the same age, 29, 30 years old. And Madison Bumgarner, you could argue, is coming off of he, – he rebounded in the second half of the season, but he's coming off of, in 2017-18, the two worst seasons of his career. So Bumgarner, you're buying that stock lower at, at one of its low points. It would have been lower a year ago. And Odorizzi, you're buying the stock at its peak point. And I'm I'm saying that uh, I'm saying careful. That, really? Yeah. Jake Odorizzi also has only once in his career has gone over 170 innings. Bumgarner gives you 30 more innings a year. Yeah. Jake Odorizzi's a five and dive, and he's gonna he's gonna pitch your five and a thirds innings. He's gonna get some strikeouts. He's gonna keep runs down, but he's not gonna be your eight inning, 220 a year horse. That's not him. But be very careful when we say where a stock is going at its relative maximum versus what its all-time maximum is. Because what we're talking about here, and you and I see this the exact same way, so we're, we're not even arguing here. If you're buying 2020, 2021, and 2022, all that should matter to you is what that guy is going to do in 2020, 2021, and right. 2022. But here's the other thing, the other factor here, and you know, we'll, I guess we'll find out if Bumgarner pitches for the Twins. Oda Rizzi gets the benefit of the uptick that the Twins system and pitching philosophies in West Johnson gave sure. him in 2019. Sure. Madison Bumgarner has yet to get that uptick. So I'm also, I'm also projecting, and maybe I'll be wrong on this, but I think I'm right. If Madison Bumgarner signs with the Twins, he will benefit in the same way that Jake Odorizzi benefited, and therefore he will be better than Could Jake be. Odorizzi. Yep, so. Could be. Could be. But I, if, I, if, if, and there's two other free agents on this list that yes. we'll get to, but... Let's just pause it right here. If the Twins wound up with a top three in their rotation of, in whatever order, Jose Barrios, Madison Bumgarner, Jake Odorizzi, and then you fill out the other two however you see fit, hmm. how do you feel about that going into 2020? If those I the, love it. If those are the top three, you feel better th- on that day than you do on this day, but I still think they could go further. I think they can do more. Those are two, to me, and why I say they're in the same bin— 30-year-old mid-rotation starters. And if that's the middle of your rotation, I want to know what's at the top because that's pretty exciting. If you're the Twins. My baseball friends, Mackie here for Federated Mutual Insurance Company. Business owners, I'm talking to you, and I've been one myself. I know what goes into it. You love it, but you're grinding every day, solving problems, taking care of employees. It helps tremendously to have an insurance company that gives you peace of mind as you navigate the challenges of running a business. When you partner with Federated, you get more than just a policy. You benefit from over a century of experience in making businesses as successful as they can be. Visit federatedinsurance.com to find your local representative. Federated Insurance, it's our business to protect your all right should we keep going on this list here the other two are uh what what, what don't we talked about yeah yeah let's go okay will will smith yeah so mlb trade rumors agrees with our stop motion graphic pausing skills at the start of this podcast will smith for three years and a projected 42 million dollars so yeah, okay. about 14 million dollars a year for will smith on a multi-year deal i don't see the twins doing that they but. won't and we'll see if he gets that i don't uh i don't foresee them going and paying somebody who is at that level to continue to be at that level for three years I think it's much more likely that they would try to go find who's the next Will Smith. This was my argument with Wade Davis a couple of years ago, and it turns out I, I was wrong. I said, go get Wade Davis. You never worry about the ninth inning again. And I was wrong. It just He's he's not the same guy. He's sort of a protected in a one-inning role reliever. And then what I was turned on to by some people who know more about this stuff than I do is 
The game isn't find Wade Davis and win the bidding war. The game is find the next Wade Davis. So I would say non-zero chance the Twins signed Will Smith, but I will bet you a diner breakfast at our shared favorite diner that the Twins will not sign Will Smith to a three-year, $42 million contract. I agree. Very specific bet, I agree. but I'm willing to bet. I, especially after they would have already, according to this, spent four years, $72 million on Madison Bumgarner yeah. and three years, $50 million so on Jake Odorizzi. 17 a year for Mad Bum, maybe 15 a year for Odo, and another 14 for Will Smith. Yeah, this starts to become happening. a very inefficient way to spend your dollars. Yeah, I don't think that's happening. For okay. a team that loves that phrase. The fourth on this on this list of MLB trade rumors, uh, free agents to the Twins. The fourth one, I'm gonna, I'll set you up for this one. This is really fascinating to me because I think the only way you would do this is if you trade Miguel Sano. Howie Kendrick on a two-year, $12 million contract. 36 years old but just had one of the best seasons of his career with the Nationals and was just lights out in the playoffs. Howie Kendrick, at age 36 last year, had 370 plate appearances, hit a career-high, well, second-highest second, second uh, highest home run total for him, 17 home runs, batted 344, and you can play him at different spots. Um, second baseman for the majority of his career, you can play him at different spots in the infield. But you've already got Marwin Gonzalez under contract. you got Luis Arise. You've got Jorge Polanco. you got Miguel Sano. Does does this mean Miguel Sano moves to first base? Um, I just I I think there's too much of a logjam to sign Howie Kendrick, and plus Royce Lewis is knocking on the door at some point. Nick sure. Gordon's knocking on the door from the minor leagues. Kirilov be up at some point, right? So I, I almost I, I I'm intrigued by this, but I almost think it has to it has to mean that someone's it's interesting. Out. So I don't know if that someone would be Miguel Sano because I think Howie Kendrick at this point or Howard Kendrick at this point in his oh, career really? is that a thing? Uh, most people call him Howie, but I believe that he is actually he refers to himself as Howard Kendrick. But that's weird, right? Like everyone knows him as Howie Kendrick. Yeah, well, you hit three forty four as a thirty six year old. You're Howard now. Call yourself whatever you want, but that would he's like a first baseman. At this point in his career, and the 370 plate appearance, you glossed past it because he was an amazing hitter in those 350, three, whatever, 375 plate appearances. But it's important to note that a 36-year-old played basically a half a season. I, I, I was wondering, I was like, didn't he get hurt? Wasn't there a big thing where like we didn't think Howie Kendrick would ever play? Sorry, Howard Kendrick would ever play again? And I started just doing some looking around. Yeah, he tore his Achilles. And to come back from that in your mid-30s, be a sensational hitter, and then even as a role player, help lift the Nats to a World Series title with maybe the biggest home run of the series, yeah. that opposite field shot off the right field foul pole, yeah. that is an impressive like storybook kind of season. What did they give him as a term, as a dollar figure for that? Because two years and $12 million. I can't imagine anyone's going to give him a two-year deal right now. Like, we're all operating, and I, I wish we would go back to this. We're all operating under the prism of, hey, teams still spend money. Hey, teams still look to upgrade their roster on the margins. No, they don't. Look around. Teams sign superstars, and then they try to go cheap and fix everything else with with smaller contracts like uh what's it what's a good example of this like marwin gonzalez had to wait until spring training to get a deal marwin gonzalez who would have helped literally 30 teams in major league baseball right. didn't have a job yeah 
And, you know, he was probably picking between the best of one-year offers and mulling his options. And then the Twins come calling because, hey, Miguel Sanil is going to be down six weeks in the regular season. Would you like to come be our do-everything super utility player? I just, if Howie Kendrick gets a two-year deal, I'll be surprised. If it's from Minnesota, I'll be extra surprised. However, I wouldn't be mad at it because of the way he performed with the bat at, what was it, age 35 or whatever. Yeah. That, that would be a sneaky, one of those low-key signings that could be very good for the Twins or any team, but it's not It's not a headliner. Yeah. I mean, it's not, this is not 10 years ago. So uh, that's a, it's an interesting quartet of potential free agents. And... Let, me, let me say this. If that's the winter, oh my gosh. no trades, but Mad Bum, Oda Rizzi, Howie Kendrick, and Will Smith to put in like uh, eighth, ninth inning mix with Taylor Rogers and Tyler Duffy. Are you in on that winter? It's a to use a baseball pun. I guess it's a grand slam winter. But I don't understand the Howie Kendrick thing unless you get rid of somebody. So well, I guess I, I would say just Crone probably at the expense of Crone. Okay, Kendrick comes in and plays first base. So yeah, I mean okay, I guess. And, and by the way, Kendrick played more first base than other positions last year, but he also played double-digit games at third base, second base, yeah. and dh a little bit. He might be a minus at those spots at this stage in yeah. his career. But if he's a guy that you could, for 15 games, put over there, if someone's on the injured list or something. Sure. But honestly, if they were to go, if they were to bring Oda Rizzi back and they were to get Madison Bumgarner and bring in a, a, a bona fide, really good reliever, we could split hairs about, are those, is that the best value? Are you? <laughs> and by the way, like, for you, you're... You're you're on the sort of the side of the fence of don't look to win the value trophy right, in right. the offseason. Just Dollars make your win. make your team better. Give yeah. your team a chance to win a World Series. And if this were to happen, the Twins would have a better chance to win the World Series. Yep. I just want to make sure I speak for myself here that that I am not saying don't go sign good players because you can you can achieve the same number of wins more cost effectively. Yeah. That's not what I'm saying. I'm saying if you've got sixty million dollars <laughs> to spend, one of those phone calls should be Garrett Cole. Right. Uh, can we? Can I? Before we wrap this episode here, can I give you? Maybe we can make this a weekly benchmark on the uh, the midweek hot stove edition of the Scorner Twin Show. I want to give you the Twins free agent signing, the Twins historical free agent signing of the week. Can oh, we man. just review previous Twins free agent signings? Is this is this a therapy session or a celebration? What are we doing here? It depends. This week it's more of a therapy session. Okay. <laughs> Next week it might be yeah, we'll more celebratory. All right, all right. All right. Uh, Jason Marquis, three. Th- one year, three million dollar free agent contract in uh, the 2011-2012 winter. Wound up pitching seven games for the Twins to an 8.47 earned run average. Jason Marquis, poor one out. He actually then rebounded quite nicely with San say. Diego the next couple of years. Yeah. It was not. T- I mean, but, but like I feel like San Diego is where if you get shelled, it's like where you go to pitch in Yellowstone <laughs> and get your career back on track. But uh, Jason Marquis. His last start as a Minnesota Twin, it was in Milwaukee. It was one and two-thirds innings that probably lasted about four and a half hours. He gave up eight earned runs in one and two-thirds to bloat that ERA up to eight and a half. Jason Marquis is this week's historical Twins free agent signing of the week. Love it, and thank you to FRGFBS, who left an Apple review for us, if you would not mind helping out the show, Apple, Spotify, or get the Score North app and leave a review. Five stars super helps us out. Uh, our friend Ferg Fbs 
gave us five stars, said, love the Daily Twins talk. I'm happy there's a show in the Twin Cities that focuses on the Twins. The hosts are fun and hold the team accountable without being repetitive and negative. There's more, but I will leave the rest of it out. Thank you to Fergus and everyone else who has left an Apple review for us recently. It really helps it, and, uh, and we appreciate it as a show. So keep those coming, and we'll be back with you next week for more hot stove talk. Phil Mackey, Derek Wetmore. See you later.